Previously on, I was like, he has a bat pole. Or, I don't know if it was a bat pole or a fire pole. They're the same thing. Batman had a fire pole. Oh, okay. But he yeah. called it, to the bat pole, Robin. Oh, okay. But it was actually a fire pole. Yeah, so we saw that. But we walked into the kitchen, and there was Charlie Sheen sitting on a chair, and there was all these girls around him. And we knew a couple of the girls, and it was kind of weird. We walked through, and all these, like, some girls were, like, at his feet, kissing his knees, and some were rubbing his hair, and we were like, huh, it was just weird. It's all about you. Yeah, there's a band called Sweet F.A., and they are from Louisville, Kentucky, and Indiana. Right, and nobody realized at the time, but the, what it stood for was Sweet Flight Attendant. Uh, that's, what, that's what they told my mom, <laughs> and my mom believed it. Yeah, it's, oh, that's nice. Yeah. But what does it stand for, Shane? Well, I don't know. I don't know the guys. Well, I, I kind of know Steve. Are you joking? I know you know. Sweet. <laughs> I was on their backstage passes. I've seen the backstage passes. They do exist. A few of them still, or at least one, right? You have one still. Yeah, but they just made it for me. I'm, I'm going to try to use it because I know they're still around, and I'm going to see if I can get backstage. <laughs> I don't know if they, usually they don't let old passes, they're not current, but that particular one may get you somewhere. Oh, it might. I don't look the same. Anyways, there was a band called Sweet F.A., and... They were from my hometown, and when I was working at the Tropicana, I wanted to support my friends. Yeah, all the, all the people yeah. that we knew in different parts of the country, at least me, ended up out here. At this, you know, yeah. So it was uh, just one of those things. Yeah, Steve DeLong was the singer, and he was in a band called Thrust. When we yeah. first saw him, yeah, I first yeah. saw him. I don't even. Maybe it was Indianapolis. I think they're from Indianapolis. Steve is, yeah. And yeah. and the last night that we, me and Shane, were in Louisville, Kentucky, before we moved to um, L.A., we hung out with Steve. And I remember it, that was a really fun night. And I was kind of bummed that we got to know him a little bit and we were leaving because I thought he was cool. I know we probably should have grabbed him up, and he could have been the singer in the band. Oh my god, that would have been great. Yeah. Well, so I decided to um, come out to one of their songs. It was called The Rhythm of Action. I'm going to put a link because I like that song. And I, you know. Is that the one where he's wearing the Daisy Dukes in the garage? Yeah, the video is, yeah, kind of kind of a, it's kind of an Indiana, Kentucky kind of uh, video, I guess I should say. But. Uh, it wasn't quite the bad, uh, like Billy Squire advice, but it, close. Well, you, you have Along. to explain what the Billy Squire advice is because I love Billy Squire. On his third or fourth major release, the videographer talked him into wearing all those those pink parachute pants and flopping all over that pink bed with the sheets and acting um, a bit uh, effeminate. And oh, I didn't see that video. It crushed his career. That's why Billy Squire disappeared. And that's too bad because... I think he's so talented. He's one of my favorites. I know. I love him. So we're going to just skip over that because um, I'm not going to judge that. 
Is that fucked up? The yeah, world judged it. it. Mu- yeah, yeah. The I, world I, judged it, and that was all was ever heard from him again. Oh, that's too bad. Well, um, the Sweet F.A. song, I came out to, and hoping that more girls would hear it and like it, and more fans, because so many people came to the Tropicana. And... Um, at one time, they came out to do their album or promote their album. And I know that John, the guitar player, ended up staying with me for a while. And um, He was in a band called Fire Department yeah. when we first met him. Oh, yeah. From Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> right. So that's, uh, that's uh, I know that one of the last times they were in town, I mean, we're talking about back in the 90s. That was one of the times I um, got so drunk that I don't really remember anything. And I remember walking home the next day, and that was one of the reasons I got sober. You mean the walk of shame? Yeah. Where I had heels on, and I was like, what? The sun's coming up, and you feel like like, I cooked, um, I don't know why, like you've been in the oven or something. Or you're like, what did I do last night? And everybody's asleep, and you're like, oh, God. And that I better get out of there before anybody wakes up. (laughs) Right, and remembers yeah. Or tells me something that I did that was ridiculous, and I just remember walking home, and it was far. That I was like, "Oh, that wasn't good." I never asked anybody what I did or didn't do. Us guys, it's a different thing. I mean, occasionally you'll have the the dread thing, like you know, whenever they're like coyote ugly or whatever, mm. and you didn't realize it because you had your beer, beer goggles on. You're like, "Oh, that chick is hot," oh. and you wake up and you're like. God, you know, and she's laying on my arm. That's really it. Say that I might as well just chew my arm off so I can get out of here. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a guy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're, you know, she's laying on your arm and she's so freaking ugly that you're like, instead of waking her up, I think I'll just chew my arm off. Oh, God, that's terrible. That is terrible. I didn't come up with it. Well, I want you to tell. It's not my personal saying. I want you to tell your your story because I've told you so many like stories about, you know, Oh, well, yeah, but your stories are kind of clean compared to mine. Oh, we like bad stories. Come on. Please tell. I remember one time my band was playing Gazaris, and um, we were pretty, you know, it's whenever we were up on the side of the, the building, and Bill had us like a, you know, like the best band around and all that Wait, stuff. Wait, side of the building, like were you getting arrested, or was this the billboard that was on the side of the <laughs> I've never seen anyone get arrested on the side of the building. <laughs> I know. You said we were on the side of the building. We were up on the side of the building, yeah. The, I remember there's a big sign, that Mad Moxie. Mm-hmm. And they put different bands up there all the time, or they put stars in the front. And Yeah, at the yeah. time we had both going on, and we lived out in Reseda, and the sound man um, from Gazari's lived with us, so we kind of had that in our back pocket. So we sounded just amazing every night, and... um there was a, you know, it was a packed house. It was really crazy. We invited a bunch of people back to the house, you know, the party. And um, we would have these giant parties. I spoke about them other times. And somehow these little five Japanese girls that are just straight off the airplane had shown up to the show. I think we were the first show they'd ever seen in Hollywood. So they thought we were... Oh, rock stars. Rock stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know, we were good. One girl was their interpreter, so they would all speak individually to the one girl, and then she would say, oh, she said this, oh, she said that, and whatever. And we uh, we got into uh, some um, games and started playing quarters just because we're a bunch of young white punks, and 
We want to get these girls drunk. I can't. <laughs> oh, is that what guys you know? do? They're like, let's get him drunk. Let's play quarters. Yeah, and what, then we can take advantage of let's that. Let's see what they do. Let's see what they act like <laughs> after that, you know. Oh, my God. You know, so, yeah, as terrible as it is, that's what we did. And um, they held their liquor really well. I was quite impressed, to be honest. And it ended up being like one of those evenings that weren't as crazy as they could have been. It was, uh, I think me and a few of the girls fell asleep in my room, but we just fell asleep. Okay. It was just. Kind of innocent. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's like it had been a long day. Until. Right. And so then I, the next day, I was like, hey, you want me to give you guys a ride, ride back? Where do you live? They said, oh, we live in Hollywood. And we have an apartment. I said, oh, okay. So I take them back to the apartment. And they asked if I want to stay and have some food. They got food at McDonald's. Yeah. They got food at a Chinese restaurant. And they made some stuff there themselves. That's where they like McDonald's. I know. It, they loved McDonald's. I guess it's American. They had like egg McMuffins, is huh. what I remember. Like okay. they were all stacked up and they're all pretty, this big. And then they ate and they had all these pillows around this one table. And I was like, wow, thinking that they must have several apartments. Sort of looking around and they just had like kind of sheets hung up and little mattresses. And they'd only been in town for not long. They just asked me to stay and they thought they must have thought that I was fun or something. I don't know. Just continued asking me to stay and I didn't have anything to do. You know, we had a gig in a couple of weeks or something. I had nothing going on. So I just stayed there for quite a few days and maybe even the better part of a week. Well, the one girl that could speak English asked if I wanted to take a bath. Like I said, the tub was a little bit out in the middle of everything. And then the other girl said, oh, yeah, yeah, bath. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's a bath too. And I was just like, do you girls all want to give me a bath? Is that what you're asking? And the one girl that could speak turned to me and she goes, yeah. And I was just like, you so know. So what does that mean? Like you get in the bathtub and all the girls like wash you or something? Yeah. Well, I guess that's very Japanese, is it? I don't know, but I got to tell you, I loved it. It was yeah. great. Oh. It was absolutely wonderful. I guess it's very courteous. You know, they were just, and they were very thorough. Very, they cleaned me very well. <laughs> oh my gosh! And they passed me around for about a week, and then gave me one last bath, and I left. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you said that you, your your stories were dirty. It sounds like they were clean. <laughs> I guess they were clean. <laughs> and I saw um, it was actually right after Steve Ray Vaughn passed away. I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard. I found a. Uh, a place to, and I bought a eight by ten photo. It was his last uh, promo shot. I bought it at one of those you know, those places on Hollywood. They have yeah, all the novelty places. Not, they yeah. have all this. Well, it's not, I guess it's a novelty. They have all the photos of all the actors, yeah, and and musicians, and, and that's all they have. But at least back in the day, that's what they had. And um, it had been a few years since that had happened. And I ran into two of them: the one that could speak, and the other one. And they were with two guys, and you could tell they were with their boyfriends. Oh, and, and they, they probably were, were trying to. And they avoid were Japanese, you? and I thought, oh, this is going to be wonky, uh-huh. right? And they're like, oh my god, it's Shane! And they were so happy to see me. Aww. And they introduced me. They go, oh no, this is Shane. We told you about. And they like the boyfriends knew huh. about me. I don't know how much they knew about me, but. <laughs> <laughs> they knew that this that was who we gave a bath to. Yeah, I don't know. Passed if, around to each one of us. He yeah, was yeah. He actually American. fathered all five of our kids. <laughs> oh I don't, God. you know, I don't know what exactly they said, <laughs> but they were super sweet and very nice. And they they uh, were like, you know, we're so happy that we ran into you when we first got here, and and all this stuff. It was like basically, you know, it was honestly, it was kind of like like the sex didn't happen, like it would, and it was like I was like the nice tour guide or something, and I. Was like, or maybe it was their right 
rites of passage. You I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, it was just, you know, I was a... Uh, well, first American. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was, it was fun. It was a fun week. Okay. Years later in a different country, but we'll get to that somewhere down the line. Maybe. Oh, the Swedish girls. Were they Swedish? I can tell you this. If we're talking about all kinds of fucked up stuff, as if that's what we're talking about right now. So the girls that I used to drive to bachelor parties, a few of them um, you know, were good friends of mine. And one of them in particular decided to start her own business. And I went with her because she paid me the best. And she took care of me. And she's a friend of mine. And I knew her husband. And it was just a, a solid family move. You know, working for Ed had become a little hectic at times and unfortunately since they knew I could handle myself in bad areas they started always sending me to bad areas Mm. so I was in Hawthorne I'm in Compton I'm in I mean I was just always in these areas and just because I can handle myself doesn't mean that's what I want to do right you know what I mean And, and, and you're thinking you're rolling the dice I've gotten in and out of there safely four dozen times or something how many more times am I going to be able to to get in there and out without something coming up or something happening, you know? So, you know, she's like, I'll only pick high-end stuff. It'll be, you know, whatever. I'll make sure you never get less than this, which I never had to guarantee it. Oh, she started her own, like, body language company kind of? She started her own little small company, yeah. Oh, I think I kind of remember her doing that. Yeah, yeah. no, super, super entrepreneur kind of thing. is very cool. And um, so I started working for her, mm-hmm. and we did that for a while. It could have been a year. It could have been two. You know, time flies back then. You don't really know. But at some point, she accepted another job. She accepted an administrative job for a porn company. They needed someone that had a head on their shoulders to help them. And her husband, photographer, actually really good. So he became the staff photographer for the porn company. So they both got decent, you know, well-paid jobs, kind of respected positions in this company. She felt bad. She goes, that's going to kind of leave you high and dry. Hmm. We're going to move on and do this. And they, ended up, they had a house they wanted to buy and different stuff, understandably. And um, she said, but, you know, one guy, they just lost one of the guy, one of the assistants for one of the directors, one of the production assistants. And the, there's a hole, there's a spot opened up if I'd be interested, you know. And that the guy was kind of a pain and he asked to work for her. But, you know, he's pretty straightforward as well, so at least you know what you get. And I said, yeah, let me check it out. I'll check that out. And um, I went to meet him, and, you know, one thing leads to another, and I I took the job. And um, at first it was pretty cool. You know, I I dealt with the uh, logistics of making porn movies. So I dealt with uh, finding places to, to shoot the porn um, finding girls to, to be in it, finding out what the girls would and wouldn't do. Like the company ran very, it was very together and very organized. It wasn't what people would think. It was like, you know, would you be, would you do this? Like asking the girls, would you do this? Okay, would you do this? I actually had just this list on a clipboard. This was long enough ago I had a Polaroid camera uh-huh. around my neck to take pictures of the girl. And I had a list, and I had her sign it out, and I got a, uh, a um, photocopy of test and driver's license. Oh, a test to see if they had AIDS or... An AIDS test at an the AIDS? time, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
And then the um, form they filled out, or I filled out for them, you know, said, uh, you know, what would they do? You know, and it was all the different breakdowns, you know, it's like, would you do DPP or DPP and, or DP or would you, you know, is, is, are you okay with different um, ethnic, ethnicity, ethnicity, how can you say that? Eth- like, you're asking me, the person that can't even say documentaries. Oh, good point. <laughs> uh, Ethnicities. Let's see. Some words, some words you, you got, some I don't. My tongue is killing me. I had some dental work recently. Mm-hmm. So if my voice sounds kind of strange or uh, you hear me yell, it means I I bit my tongue with one of my new implants. <laughs> they don't have the crowns on them yet, so they're just like this abutment that's ripping the hell out of my tongue. It sucks. But I know in the future it'll be better. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, I started doing that, and it was pretty cool for a while. And I, and steady money is always good, uh-huh. and it was weekday money. And at the time, it's it's okay, you know, it's okay. It's not really my favorite thing. I don't want to. St- I'm still a musician. I still want to be a rock star. I don't want to um, be a porn dude, you know. As far as like your standard American guy, if they heard my job description, they're like, "Excuse me, you they, do what?" Oh, they probably all want to be there and do it. Oh yeah, they were just like, and then you do what? And you ask them if they do what, and and I was like, yeah, and then I asked them everything they'll do, you know, like I said earlier. And then you had to see them naked because the picture you took, were they naked? Oh, yeah. I took a picture of their face with their mouth open and closed. What? Oh, my gosh. And I took oh, a uh, my gosh. picture really? of them from the front, a picture of them from the back, and a picture of them from the back when they bent over and grabbed their ankles. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. That's what the guy you worked for wanted, or is that just... Typical standard. I think standard. that was the standard thing because they were all ready for it. Wow, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's really weird. And some of them just wanted to work with their boyfriend or girlfriend or both. And, and that was okay. Other ones wanted to work with hmm. anybody, you know, and some of them were like, you know, hmm. this hole's cool, but that hole's not. And other ones are like, you know, okay, yeah, whatever you want to do, you know. So it was, huh. but we never broke any, you know. Rules. Yeah, and it was all, you know. And there was you not could, any drugs either. Like everyone would always think, oh, everyone's all fucked up and drugged out. They're not. Not the case. And it's, well, it was legal to do this in the Valley, right, at the time? I don't know. No, I always heard I, it was. I, I know a lot of it happened in the Valley, and that's where we were. Oh. I don't know. If that was legal or not. You know, it's like weed now. Like it, like you can buy a certain amount, but you can't carry this amount, or you can't Oh, it's kind of the, the lines it, are blurry. Yeah, it was like okay. these blurry lines. Okay, and that's why Van Nuys was the porn capital of the world. Oh, but I ended up going to Europe and going to the Cannes Film Festival with this company. Wait, so the Cannes Film Festival for porn? No, it's just it, well. Here's the deal: <laughs> there is a porn awards show in Nice. Oh, right down the coast from Cannes. At the same time. At the same time. Oh, brother. Okay. Okay, so you went to that. And, and so, uh, you know, they're seeing Robert De Niro and all the fancy Marissa Torme and all these, you know, Hollywood special people in one area, these super nice, you know, places in Cannes. It was beautiful, gorgeous, you know. And you're seeing what? I don't know any porn names except Roger. No, I'm telling you, I'm seeing all the good people. Oh, you are? And then later on, I drive my scooter down to Cannes or down to, to Nice. Oh, you went to both? Yeah. It oh. was all week. It's oh, not like wow. just a one-day thing. Whoa, so it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Huh. It's a I, big deal. And there were just as many paparazzis to see Betsy Boop or whatever. Whatever their names were. Yeah, who you know did this, huh. you know, 
the most 50 year old guys because that was you know 50 year old guys were old at that point well you know okay you know etc so on you know whatever you know oh, i'm so happy I, I did the best double penetration scene and, and then they have they get their <laughs> it's just like, my mom is so excited it's the best anal scene of 19 blah 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 and, you know it's i've been the guess you have to get used to I've been the, just that two, two vegas avn maybe three avn award shows as well um same thing you know we get people actually oh my god it's the, it's the happiest day of my life I did the anal rape scene in uh, Moby Dick, and uh, <laughs> there were 56 different guys. I never even knew their first names that screwed me in the butt. And I, I just want to take this award. And, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it was just like, you're looking around going, and they, I mean, it's like the fucking Oscars, man. I mean, they have these cameras on booms and, you know, the music coming in and out of commercials. Wow. I mean, it's freaking crazy. Wow, so big crazy. business. Okay, and um, yeah, I was uh, in in Europe, and I'll have some more stories about this later. So I don't want to tell all the stories. All right, about it. But the one that is, you know, kind of screwed up <laughs> is I got fired basically as I'm in Europe. Let's hear about that, Shane. Why would you get fired? I'm not going to talk about why I got fired oh. right now. I'll tell about. The, I'll tell that story later. But I'll tell you what happened is I got sent home. Me and this one other girl who uh, apparently he wasn't happy with either. And uh, we got sent home to the United States, and we are supposed to go to uh, Rio next, but we were in Budapest at the time, and the boss was unhappy with the two of us, and he told me, he's like, yeah, I need you to fly home with her and make sure she gets home safe and uh, take a couple of the bags because I don't need this crap anymore. I got too many clothes. I didn't need Did you know you were fired then? Um, I had a... Feeling because okay. of some of the run-ins we had earlier okay. in the week. Because he's kind of a jerk, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Which I was told when I took the job. That's true. I was okay. told straight up, the guy's okay. not really too easy to work with. He's kind of a, yeah. Okay. And uh, so <laughs> I'm in customs after the 20-hour flight, and you go pick up all your bags, and then you take them, and they start, they check them out in X-Ram and whatever. Right. And... uh you know, this is way pre nine eleven, way any stuff like that. They're like, you know, are these your bags and all that? I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, they're my bag and whatever. And they go, well, wait, I thought he did. He give you a bag? He gave me two bags. Oh, he gave you two bags. Okay, he gave me two bags. He said he took too many clothes, which uh, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. He had one bag that was nothing but um, cartons of cigarettes. He smoked Camels and Marble Reds, and he's like, all the cigarettes over there suck. So he had a lot of baggage, and he brought clothes at the porn business. Not for him. He's the director. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just checking. He's the director, even <laughs> though he did often want to add himself into the scene. Oh, gross. Which okay. did cause some problems. <laughs> 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 and this is whenever the hotel manager comes in and uh, <laughs> and uh, he starts uh, starts screwing your girlfriend instead of you, and uh, and uh, you get sent out to uh, get a pizza. And they're like, what are you talking about? That's not in the script. He's like, oh, I've, d- I've done an alteration because I'm the director. They go... Okay, you're the director. Who's the hotel manager? Well, I, I figured, you know, I'll go ahead and play the hotel manager as well. And they're just like, oh. are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> so Especially gross. in Europe. They were just like not having it. Yeah. It really made him upset. Yeah. Because he's paying for everything. And he thought that he was, you know. And the girls probably were like, uh, I didn't agree to that. That they wasn't, were. They that stood wasn't up. on my checklist. They stood up, even if they didn't know the, know the language. They had somebody nearby that did. Mm. And they're like, when we were introduced to you, 
we were introduced to you as the producer, right? As the writer, as the director, but not as an actor, a talent, yeah. And we okayed all the actors separately, right? You weren't on that list, yeah. There's no way for no, you to at this point. That's crossing the after line. we've signed signed the, and did it, right? For you to get, yeah. And they wouldn't. They were. It was weird, truthfully. I mean, even in Europe, the porn stars had absolutely the same amount of respect as the movie stars. Mm. They were not treated any differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had them. They were treated with respect, and they would get the best tables, and they would get a, and they were just like completely looked upon as like you know. You bring us entertainment, and you are, yeah. you know, I mean, it was kind of cool yeah. in that aspect. I was like, wow, that's really different. They're not looked down upon at all. And where in America, it's like, oh, this smut, the blah, blah, yeah, blah, you know, yeah. you know, you know, the, et cetera, so on. It's really bad news. But um, they were, you know, looked, looked up to. It was pretty neat, you know. Um, but so back to the airport. Here we are at LAX. And they're like, sir, are these bags yours? I was like, yeah. And like, all these bags are yours. Yes, they are. Why? Um, we need to. We need to look through this one. It seems to be uh, suspicious. I'm like, okay, do whatever you got to do. And so I see him open the bag, and I see the the looks on their faces kind of go. I'm not quite seeing a look on a face like this of a TSA officer or whatever they were called back then. And I was like, what the fuck did he put in that bag? <laughs> You know, oh. and I'm like, oh no, uh oh. I hope it's not drugs. Yeah, right. I hope it's not something like that. Exactly. And um, locked up I abroad. See her, I see see uh, the woman go. Uh, excuse me, sir. I need to call him over my supervisor. And she puts her hand in the air, and the guy comes over, and he's looking around, and he flips a switch, and there's this little red light. <laughs> oh God. Going. So I mean, it's it's a deal. Yeah. It's an ordeal. You know. And um, finally, they flip the top of the case down to where I can see what's in it there were about 50 to 75 dildos <laughs> in this case every possible color size shape that you could possibly imagine is it illegal to, to bring those on the plane and, and, the, and the main guy comes over he goes sir excuse me were you traveling for business or pleasure and I said I looked down at the bag I said well a little bit of both <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, he got me. Well, yeah, he, wait, did you get in trouble? Like that's a weird. I mean, that's I weird that they had the light go on yeah, and a supervisor. They, well, unless think, they just wanted to show everybody what. <laughs> I believe it was the first time that they dealt with any of that. That any of them had ever dealt with anything of that nature, and they they were so you have people you know picking them up and stuff, and then and then you know of course me being a smartass, I'm like. You know, I'm not sure if those have been washed or not. I'm not sure if I would touch oh, that. No. And so then they're like, oh, you know, they're throwing it down, and someone else has got the gloves on, and they're looking through it to see if like there's, there's drugs in them. Yeah, maybe. drugs in a oh, dildo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, some of these things. Hell, this one was like the size of a small fire hydrant. Oh my god! You know, I was like, what the hell? You know, and I remembered seeing that one while we were over in Budapest. And he was like, I'll pay a girl $500. To, I was like, good luck with that, bud. And he, Did he bring those over from America, or did he collect those when he was in Europe? I think it was a little bit of both. Uh-oh. Because there was a, a guy that was also in the same business there, in particular in Budapest, which is after we left France. Uh-huh. And, and um, I think we were in Germany, and I think Budapest after that. 
I think we went through Germany to get to Budapest. Uh, and um, Or we went to Germany for, God, I don't remember. I'd have to look at my old passport <laughs> and look at the dates to find out for sure not that that part matters that much. But it was a certain order of things. And uh, I know he brought some stuff with him because he told me he was going to. And the cameraman, who was another guy, I believe, packed it up. So he knew what was there. It wasn't really my part of part of my job. You know, I mean, I didn't really know what was there in that aspect of that. That wasn't. I had to get everyone together, the the humans together, to do the to do the actual shoot or the place. You know, one one of the things in Budapest we shot at was a uh, professional opera singer's house, which was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this person was a star. Mm-hmm. You know, and their house was just outrageous. Actually, it's another bath story. There was a uh, oh my goodness, there was a girl bath? named Anna, and yeah. she asked me if I would give her a bath because I was the one person who was untouchable. So I think that's the reason people felt comfortable around me or were attracted to me either way because I was not in the movie. Mm-hmm. I was not available for the movie. Mm-hmm. I was not looking at them from that perspective. I was merely doing my job. Right. So if they wanted someone to wash their back or whatever. You know, is that a thing? Baths? What is going on with these baths? That was a crown foot or a claw foot tub as well. It was a super high. That was badass. That was in that dude's that um, opera singer's house. Amazing house. I mean, it was. And you took a bath. In this I opera? did not take a bath there. I sponge bath the girl, the star. Oh. She asked me if I'd give her a bath. Oh. All right. If I'd wash her back, is what she asked. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. And everyone was mad because they didn't get. To do it? Yeah, they were like, well, why does he do it? And she goes, because I like him. Well, you're safe. He's, he's not He's not creeping me out. Yeah, you're, you know? not, you're not a creepy person. You know, in fact, you're very passive, so you people feel safe around you. So I can totally see that. That's just all it was, you know. Yeah. But, but people, other people were just like really jealous of the whole situation. Even stars. that This guy just been like banging her for three hours. And he's like, why did you not pick me? Oh, did not pick me. And she's me like, to, to I don't house. like you. Oh. You know, and he's like, what do you mean you don't like me? I'm the star. I'm blah, blah, blah. And she's like, exactly. Uh, Get away from me. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You know. well, she well. was actually super, I can't think of her name, um, super pretty, super nice, super like together for what Yeah, she, didn't you say that all the people in Europe were really pretty and you could go on the streets and find people? I did. I spent a little time doing that. Yeah, I did. These stories are creepy and weird, but something about them are interesting. I mean, this—I mean, that is kind of creepy, but uh, just because I don't understand that world. It was creepy showing up with a uh, you know a giant bag full of dildos. Well, I mean, that's just, at LAX, not knowing that but, I had a giant bag full oh of dildos. My, I mean, that's—I was told he brought extra clothes, and they were dildos. Do you think and, he did that on purpose? I know he did it. He on did purpose. it on purpose to like maybe get you in trouble. Or just to, for a oh. joke, because he thought it was funny. Because I mean, because the, they knew they were going to open them up. The and first thing they you? asked me whenever they got back, because they were gone for a few more weeks longer. Oh yeah, what did he say? Hey, how'd that work out at the airport for you? <gasps> He's a creep, man. That's terrible. Actually, it wasn't the first thing he asked because I was supposed to be there to pick him up, and I forgot. You forgot on purpose. You forgot. Sort of. Ooh. You know, one time I was at the Gazaris in the daytime, and they were shooting a porn. I don't know why I was there. Oh, I think Robbie Crane t- was working or something. 
I mean, just doing lights or, or something. There was, On the porn? Or somebody told me that, that they were. it wasn't the porn. It was like setting it up to shoot the porn. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I did. Yeah. 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 Because they couldn't do any of the, you know, I don't know what it would be called, but the actual uh, act. The penetration. Yeah, you couldn't was do illegal. that. It was illegal, yeah. It was kind of just, and it was at Gazar's. I remember going there and just kind of checking out, you know, what they were doing. Was uh, Frankie Lee there? No. <laughs> <laughs> and she was not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the you, we see a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of different things crisscross in the rock and roll world. Yeah. Rock and roll. You know, drug, rock and, sex, rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, back then it was. It's not so much anymore, but drug, sex, rock and roll, it was kind of all blended together. Yeah. Yeah, that was the mm-hmm. last, uh, when things were kind of like a big, you know, Roman orgy in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It, yeah. And people weren't judging, judgmental or one or whatever. And It was kind of accepted you know. and cool in a way, you know? Yeah. So. Well. Definitely had some pretty cool experiences, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had worse experiences in other parts of, of the country. As far as other parts of the world, yeah, some, some pretty cool experiences. Well, that's good. Yeah. You know, fun, fun stuff. But you know that's why uh, that's why we still get along like we do. We always tell everybody we tell each other pretty much everything. And if we didn't tell each other everything, it's because we forgot. <laughs> and yeah. then we tell each other later, like, oh wow, blah blah blah. Oh okay, cool. You know. Yeah, I never heard the Japanese story. Oh really? Nope. But I knew a lot of people gave you baths, which I still think is so weird. But okay. <laughs> I got a bath before I met you in Louisville. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it from? Rita. Rita. Oh, no. I just said her name before you did. Oh, God. I didn't even realize this was like a thing girls do. I just learned something. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe I was always dirty. I don't know. <laughs> you were not. You're not a dirty person. I know I'm not. Yeah. Well, till next time. <laughs> Peace. Next time. I, I kept going for several after you left and stopped in the 90s. I kept going. And you didn't get this Namthrax? And I never heard of anything called Namthrax. <laughs> I never got anything called Namthrax. <laughs> of course, you know, we were doing a lot of heavy drinking, which would kill a lot well, of stuff. Well, that I know. And we've been sober. <laughs> like, we've been going there not drinking so at all. Or <laughs> listen to my voice. <laughs> for episode-related photos and videos, check out our website at allaboutyoupodcast.com. 